Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. This is it. This is for all the chips. Run for championship. No one gets no better than this. Just sit and relax a bit. We're talking the passing blitz. We're talking the jumping fresh. We're talking the pitch and miss. Clean space, kick space. You come to the right place. Beat fake. I don't need to see other shows. I'm straight. Cause they're not impressing me. I tune into Legacy. Legacy. Fourth and goal and on the road. Legacy. Down three, three seconds to go. Legacy. Two out. Base is loaded. Legacy. It's not a mystery. You're tuning to Legacy. Check the flag on the final lap. Legacy. Twelfth round. Who gets in the match? Legacy. You want a legacy? You build a legacy. Broadcasting live right now so the whole world can see. Now, the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We about to get this bad boy started. Here are your hosts, Darrell Owens and Jay Quimby. Bring us back on the screen. There we go. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome, everybody, to episode 298. Forgot to bring us back on the screen here on the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast, two away from the glorious 300. And we are glad to be here with y'all here on this gorgeous uh, first show of August here in 2022. As we're here August the 3rd to bring you uh, another edition of Four Days very excited to bring that to you today. We're focusing on the AFC East uh, today. So with all that fun stuff being said, beside me, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jeremiah Quimby. How you doing, sir? No. I know. I'm just. No, no. I'm about to say, no, nah, <laughs> bro. <brother. laughs> Not this time. <laughs> I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I, I'm, you know, I'm doing good. Um, it's been a very busy uh, last couple of weeks. Um, things are starting to pick up, as you know, affectionately like to call it the busy season. Uh, so you know, and then guess what? No, there are no more Sundays without without football. football. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we got the Hall of Fame game this week, and you know, I, I didn't even think about it. We need to, we need to talk about that. I mean, it's the Hall of Fame game, but it's just the fact that football is back. The Jaguars are taking on the Raiders. My man, <laughs> my man, Leroy Butler is getting into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Leroy. So happy. There's others, yes. but I'm just excited to see Leroy finally get the chance to take that leap and make it Isn't into the it Hall of Fame. Funny that the Hall of Fame game has the two teams from last year that their coaches had the most controversy surrounding them. Yes. Uh I would call this the Gruden Bowl because I, you know, at some point both teams had a Gruden, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're we're not going to do that. Well, we could be like, you could do Gruden, giving a thumbs up. Ah, boy, yeah, I don't know. If that's I don't know. If that's the way we need to go on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, once again, everybody, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot of topics to get into, and you know, of course, we're going to break down the AFC uh, East. So we 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 got a good one for you today. Now. You know, I know me and Jay always talk, but we hate starting off with sad news. But it seems like the last two years is always something uh, that that has happened or uh, something that's kind of taken place. And we've lost two legends in the last couple of days. We're going to talk about one now. We'll talk about the other one in just a little bit. Uh, but the first one that we're going to talk about uh, is Mr. Bill Russell. Um, Bill Russell passed away uh, this week at the age of 88. He passed away on Sunday. Bill Russell, 11-time champion, five-time MVP. 
and, and you know, a, a head coach, uh, you know, an activist for the black community. I, I could go on and on. I mean, not just a black community, but just, you know, Americans in general. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm not just going to sound crazy, Jay, but Bill Russell is one of those guys that you don't think will ever die. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 when it happens, you're like, wow, that happened. I mean, and he was 88 years old, a, a, real, a good life. Um, you know, life, some people yeah. don't get, you know, to be that lucky. And for him, you know, it's like he's he's an amazing, an amazing part of the NBA community. And, you know, we lost a special person in Bill Russell. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just the charisma, the knowledge that, you know, was lost. But flip side of it, you, you got that time. Uh, people got to know him. You got to listen to him. I mean, death is tragic, but it's part of life. So you look at the good that came by it. I mean, he could easily be one of the top five players ever. Easily. But then everybody's like, well, what about this? And what about that? Who cares? This man, just if, if he, if, pitcher, if he wasn't on the Celtics, would they have won that many chips? Let's be honest. Would he? Would they? If, if we had to be truly honest, Jay, um, when you go back and look at what, you know, he did, uh, you know, I saw a picture the other day of him jumping over his teammate. He jumped over his teammate to block a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the type of stuff that, you know, we were seeing from from this man. And I I, I hate that, it that you know, that he's gone. But, you know, the legend that he is, it's it was it, it's I'm glad to say that I got a chance to see him uh, maybe not play in his time, but just to see him as, uh, you know, the person that he was and, you know, the legend that he was and, and what he meant to the game and what he meant to sports and what he meant to people in general. Right. But I'm not trying, you know, it just happens to work, but his legacy will be something that will be looked upon for generations. Let's exactly. Be exactly. So uh, much love to Bill. Um, we just wanted to send out our condolences to his family uh, before we move on, because we do got a little bit more to get into uh, first Becca Cottenham Quimby. We are getting closer to 300. Yes, we are, ma'am. Yes, we are. Now, the way it's it's lining up, we're probably that third week, fourth week in August. Um, I'll be on vacation next week. Uh, and so we'll we'll start 299 the following week. Legacy on fire is coming back that week. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Uh, and then the following week, that that third, that fourth week of August, we should be have episode 300. And um, you know, very excited about that. Uh, I'm then, looking at my course, schedule because I might be in Disney. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. We got, so we're gonna have to. We'll figure it out, but it's gonna happen. Hopefully, uh, at the end of the month. And then I, I don't know why LA Pictures it, doesn't it, come up anymore, but we know who this is. Looking like Jay, look at Jay looking like a plate of hot wings with blue cheese. I prefer ranch in that situation, but I, to be honest with you, I usually eat my wings straight up. So that's just me. That's not the only thing he eats straight up. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, no, <laughs> let's let's move on uh, and get into some 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 stuff here. Um, I, I'm real quick because I, you know, I know I mentioned the. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the trade that, or we talked about Vince Scully, or we need to talk about Vince Scully because we found out that uh, Vince Scully passed away, um, you know, yesterday, 94 years old, legend, absolute legend in the broadcasting game. Oh. 
for those people who wanted to be a broadcaster and wanted, you know, wanted to, you know, just be in in sports, especially if you're a Dodgers fan. Uh, uh, he, he MLB so wise, the name goes. There's only one other, maybe two other people you could think that goes in MLB broadcasting, and you know, Harry Carey, right, and Bob Euchre. Yeah, I, 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 that's a hundred percent on the mark. Uh, the only other person you know, you know who? The only other person I throw in there is my man Gary Thorne. But Gary, oh. as much as much as I love Gary Thorne in baseball, uh, those guys that you just named are just—they're as top-notch as they get. They're, they're, they are the pinnacle of you know of baseball just announcers. A bit outside, just <laughs> a bit outside. I, I you know, I. It's it's been a tough day for a tough week for legends, but you know in that aspect, you know two giants okay. in the industry, long lives, great people, very long lives. That's what I'm saying. Good, good, good. You know, glad to be able to hear him call some great moments. Um, get had a chance to go back and listen to some great moments he called in Hank Aaron's um seven fifteen home run. I mean, just yep. stuff like that. You know, he was there when Jack, that's how he was in the game so long. He announced Jackie yeah. Robinson games like he called the Kirk oh. Gibson home run in 1988. Just a great, great um, broadcaster and, and, and got sports to legend. see one more chip before he went. Yep, I, I'm I'm glad that he had that opportunity too. And uh, you know, I, it's it's it was, it was a little tough deal, a little bit of a tough deal. But uh, praying for his family as well. So Vince Scully and uh, you know Bill Russell's families, we our prayers go out to you. Now let's get into some some fun stuff. Let's get into some fun stuff. I know we talked a little bit of sadness, but we wanted to make sure the legends get their proper due because they are legends, and you know they're a part of the reason why we even do this type of stuff. Now, absolutely, Major League Baseball moves, Jay. It has <laughs> been a while. Um, you know, there were so many moves that happened. Uh, there was it, it, to me, it was like there were fad this whole week. It was like trade, 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 trade. Biggest trade of all, Juan Soto. <laughs> The Washington Nationals young stud traded to the San Diego Padres uh, for everything. I mean, they I'm pretty sure they may have given their World Series trophy along with the trade. It's just it it was a crazy, crazy trade. What are your thoughts on Soto heading to San Diego? I mean, if if you look at San Diego and they get everybody healthy. um, You know, that three, four, five is like we talked about insane. But batting doesn't just win the titles because you got to have pitching. You got to stay healthy and you got to stay away from the Astros and their trash cans. Not they got to stay away from the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, part of me, like the Hosmer thing, just, I mean, I understand you have no trade clause, but that felt a bit childish on his part. I'm glad they sent him packing because you don't need that drama in your clubhouse either. No. Not if you're the Padres, you know, uh year before last they make the playoffs. Last year they don't make the playoffs, a lot of disappointment. And this year they're in the they're in the drive. Last time I checked, the last time I checked, they were in the driver's seat in the West. If not, they're right there with the Dodgers. I know it's it's been a battle. Um, but they need they felt like they needed this move. And the San Diego um fan base is hyped. I mean, you got two oh, yeah. young studs in that lineup, uh, and including Machado. But you got him and you know Tatis. When Tatis get back, I mean they're going to be amazing. They they should be amazing, right? They should be. They should be, but again, should be. 
you go right. back and look in the night uh, late nineties. Look at some of the lineups the the Cleveland Indians put out with all that talent, and they couldn't bring it home. It, it, it all comes down to October. Yep. That's it. You, you got to get there, see what happens. Where now? Before we move on with this, did, were there any other like trade deadline moves that you liked or disliked? I disliked um, the haul that the Orioles got for Trey Mancy. I I really felt the talent that he had. They should have got more in return. I think mm-hmm. it was just, you know, he was unhappy, and they just sent him. They were just get out. Didn't like it's, it, and then your boys. I really think they they got a nice overpaid. Piece. <laughs> they Over, overpaid. Oh, they, they definitely they definitely overpaid because just because he was there, they basically traded for what he was, not what he is now. And uh, that's yeah, I mean, scary in a certain way, you know. Yeah, I mean, I looked at. Uh, I know that the Yankees traded Gallo, but I think Yankees fans couldn't wait for him to go. Uh, and they traded him to the Dodgers. They, they couldn't. They couldn't wait for that man to leave the building. Um, you know, I know that there was a lot of buzz around. Uh, I know. Well, Syndergaard went to Philadelphia, which was a, a interesting move. Philly trying to get some some pitching help for the stretch. Um, you know, a lot of people are wondering why the Braves didn't go out there and do a little more. But the Braves have been playing really well. Maybe you don't mess with chemistry. Um, I mean, for me, I, I think most teams made moves that they felt truly felt like that would help those teams. Um, you know, for a team like Seattle, you know, I don't like talking about Seattle on the show. Yeah, that's usually against my law. I won't talk positive about them because um, that usually ends up bad. <laughs> but I, I will say they obviously they they want they want to make the playoffs. Uh, they know they needed pitching. Is is he the right move? We're gonna find out. And and Jay, you said to me earlier, you know, it's like he was all star twice, but was he really an all star twice? You know, you you're the best player on a bad team, so that, that's that's usually how that goes. Right. I mean, it, it, because, uh, you know, they could have went and got a serviceable pitcher um, like Savelli or, um, heck, even the Guardians were putting up Bieber. That he was available to, for trade. Shoot, man. They could have – you guys could have got The Angels wouldn't have traded them to us, but they should have gave us Syndergaard. But I don't know if I, I want him, so we're good. But I mean, if you if you think about it, you take one of your top one hundred and then add one more guy with it. The Cleveland would have gave you because Cleveland's always about cheap, qual- you know, quality players, but at cheap and controllable. Right, right. So I mean, you know, we'll see um, how these things play out. We got two months left in the baseball season, man. Um, all I can say is I got my fingers <laughs> crossed and I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> so that's all, and I'm leaving it at that. Uh, let, let's move on to everybody's favorite subject. <laughs> I feel like we talk about this every week. <laughs> we, it's, oh, it, but you know what? It's always the biggest topic of conversation. Uh, we got a little bit of an update on this Deshaun Watson situation. It's a pretty solid update, uh, for those out there. So Deshaun Watson suspended for six games, six games. Um, and you know, a lot of, you know, most Cleveland fans were like, whew, you know, most Cleveland fans, the, the ones that are not women <laughs> were like, whoo, boy, man, that was, we, yeah. you know, if we can, if we can just be three and three or, you know, four and two, or, you know, just make it through without destroying ourselves to the first six games, we'll get Deshaun Watson back. But the NFL says, hold up. They have appealed, uh, the ruling 
They want the suspension for longer. And Jay, the the word on the street is they want it for a year, at least a year, or indefinite suspension until everything is cleared up. And they wanted to find him. So, man, that's a lot to take in. This all happened in the last, what, three days? It, it has. And, I, you know, one of two things. Uh, I, I, I like the NFL's doing this, but, you know, what, they're, they're doing it just to cover their own ass. Let's right. look. We go back, we'll say, six, seven years ago, and they were so quick to sweep stuff like this underneath the rug just to get it done. And, you know, Calvin Ridley got suspended a year for gambling. I seen a meme that he got another year because he was gambling on Deshaun Watson's Wow, hilarious. Oh, man. And, that's, uh, that's rough. Oh, that's rough but, right there. <laughs> you know, so he, he's gambling while he's doing this, and he gets a year. And it don't make sense. It don't add up. You know, yes, he's settling out of court. So you know there was wrongdoing. He can't say he didn't do something wrong because you wouldn't settle something out of court unless you were guilty. I agree with that. I also said though, it's like even if and and, and that can kind of flip that a little bit because I also felt like and and I said this is what happened. But if I'm and I told you if I'm a woman in this situation and Deshaun Watson put his hands on me, um, I I, I want justice. You know, if I felt like I was done wrong bump the settlement it ain't about the money for me this is just me though I, I can't speak for the other 27 women or 24 women that went in there and said you know I, I i want his pockets to hurt um maybe that's what their reasoning behind it was but for me i want justice if you touch me i want you to go to jail you know and obviously they're at the point now they're in the civil trial he they can't they can't arrest him or you know they can't you know retrial him on that but the civil trial this is about the money and I think, you know, them just trying to push it so they can, you know, make them hurt a little bit. But, you know, Jay, you, you brought up a good point. When you go back and look at it, the um, I feel like the NFL is just doing this. And we we talked about this before the show. They're really, they're really just doing this to say, but like they they can care less at this. I'm not going to say they care less, but they can. Well, no, I, I mean, they could care less at this point, Jay. They just they just want to make it look like they're trying. They couldn't let what Ray what happened with Ray Rice and all that stuff in the past where they just slowed down. But Ray did he play again? He never played again. So he's so Deshaun Watson is already a step ahead of him because he's more likely going to play again. You know, Colin. You know, the Colin Kaepernick situation a little bit. You know, has some you know hits and misses on there. Colin Kaepernick. Everybody thinks it's because he took a knee, but if you look at his last game stats. Mm-hmm. Five of ten, four interceptions, and you know, Warren Sapp was there for his tryout and said mm-hmm. it was terrible. Well, I mean, the last time, six years out of the league now. You know, I mean, I, I understand that. You know, I, I still, I don't, I don't want to go get too deep but, into Colin, but but we you have know, so many people say, well, I would take Kaepernick right now, and you know what? As soon as he has his first three interception game. They're chastising. They'll be ready for him, right? But, but yeah. well, you know how we feel about this. Like, Colin Kaepernick yeah. doesn't want to come back in the league. Why? No. But every now and then he's got to do this, you know, to make it, you know, you got, you got to keep. It, eh. Yeah, but I also, I think it's also about the movement. You got to keep the movement alive. And if, You if put Colin a little gasoline back, on the fire to keep it burning. Right. If, if Colin really wanted to come back to play football, in my opinion. He'd be back. XFL, one of those other leagues, shows off, balls out, he would easily get another shot. Easily get it. USFL, right? Right. 
one of them. And I know it looks that's probably beneath him in some people's eyes, but what could you have brought to that league? You know what I'm saying? What could you have done for that league? That's why I said, nah, bro. Like, he, I, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. But we, we ain't gonna go too deep in that. But right. with this Deshaun Watson situation, Jay, you know, <sighs> this will be going on the entire year. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it, it's it's one of those things that it's gonna go on. It feels like it's gonna go on forever. Uh, I'm I mean, gonna tell you right now, after, if he, even after everything goes, he's. I mean, he's gonna get such a mixed review um, at every stadium. Well, when he's at away stadiums he's going to get booed religiously when he's at home it's going to be a mixed bag now that all can change if they win in most people's eyes because that's unfortunately that's how certain things go you know you, you win and they're like look man he's pulling all victories man like the past is the past that's how some people look at it i'm just throwing it out there you know but how okay now i know he did wrong i'm not right. gonna take that away but then on the justice scale how much of this is also Houston's fault? It's a lot of Houston's fault. I, I, I'm you telling know. you right now, everybody's putting everything on Deshaun, but Houston is like, all right, the equivalent to what he's doing is if um, you were a, uh, I, I don't want to say pedophile, but it's, it's like the equi equivalent of you, you are a bank robbery, you know, bank robbery, but you're driving the car. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't go in the bank and pull out the gun, but you're driving well, you, the car. And and, that, an and that's what the Houston Texans were. They were driving the car, yep. Jay. They like they they went in there, they knew something was up, but they was yep. like, Look, you are a quarterback. We paying you all this money. You know, the NDAs they were having people sign. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they that. had to know something was going on. And you everybody had to know something was going on because you know, in my head, this is why I think. JJ Watt left. JJ Watt loved the Texans. Right. And I'm he sure he wanted to retire and be a Houston Texan forever. But as soon as he saw this boiling of shit that was going on, he's like, pace. But that's what I'm saying. Everybody started running away. Hopkins, Hopkins gets traded. You had three of the best players in the NFL on that team. Hopkins, probably at the time, arguably the best receiver in the league. You had JJ Watt, who was a three time defensive player, uh, you know, injuries here and there, but Nevertheless, you got one of the best defensive players all time on your team. Then you have Deshaun Watson, who is a young, at the time, probably one, a guy who, under miserable situations, was still, you know, pulling off 40 touchdown seasons with only six interceptions with no receivers. So you had all that talent. And then all of a sudden, all the talent is like, nah, bro, we, we either won out or we want to well, be traded. Even a guy that went to your team, uh, their uh, former first round pick, uh, Wiley. Yeah, He's Wiley like, ran out. Like I so, want to go, so that, and to me that's an organizational thing, and they're just as much to blame. Uh, to and me, that's why I'm saying why why you know I understand why the NFL, but you know we'll get to I'm sure the Dolphin thing later. But why is why are they not losing draft picks? Why are they not getting fined for this shit? Exactly, man. Maybe it's still to come. You know, maybe it's still to come. But something's got to give. You can't tell me. Um, that they're they're gonna get off scotch free for this, you know, but the NFL's really got a problem on their hands. Like every week, it's something crazy, and sometimes it's like small, but it's crazy stuff every week. So, you know, and, and sometimes yeah. it, it gets to a point where it outrules the football, and you don't want that. Like, I mean, we've been, we actually been going on for years. We talked about this. It seems like there's always one big NFL scandal every year. 
And this Watson wow. thing has been going on for two years. They had Ray Rice. They had Colin Kaepernick. They had um, you Greg know Brian Flo- the Brian Flores thing, which is kind of low key still going on to an extent. All that, I mean, it's just always well, something. I actually read the article about what's going on with Miami, and when we get to that, I'll just lay that out. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to hear that. But yeah, Deshaun Watson, as we got to keep you updated. I know I feel like I. Usually at the shows, I get rid of graphics, but I just kept this one. I knew we was going to use it again at some point. Uh, I, I was like, so, certain ones, I'm like, nah, we're going to keep this one. We we had Massage Gate already with, you know, Craft. This one is Towel Gate. Man, this is bad. This is bad. All right, next one, our last uh, top story. Uh, kind of want to get into uh, NFL training camps. Um, now, we talked about last week when we did our show, it was just getting underway first day. Now, Jay, we've had a, a week to kind of like look into the camps and <clears throat> see what players are doing. Um, um, you know, we've lost a couple of players. Some players have gotten injured. You know, what are your thoughts so far on NFL training camp? Uh, well, I mean, it, it, it's been somewhat, you know, decent camp. We're seeing players we hadn't seen in a hot minute, like, you know, Mike Thomas running routes, which is great. You want to see players come back that, you know, are considered still to be at the top of their game. But then it's very difficult to be a, a coach and know how long to play your starters, you know, in practice and do stuff because you want them ready. You don't want them gasping for air first game or, but, you know, I'll use my own team, Jansen, Pro Bowl center, got a new contract, got paid, and then he, he could be done for the year. It's and, crazy. you know, if you with with Jansen being gone, that takes the entire center of that line, and they're they're out, they're done. You know, that's it's as as a tough deal, and, you know. And you know, one of the other things that I think a lot of people seen at these camps are the, all right, excuse my language, I call them helm, helmet condoms, uh, but the little padding janks that they've had on top of their heads—that's what I've been calling them. I, I'm sorry, the, the helmet condoms, the it extra looks padding, ridiculous, bro. The, the, the extra padding, the extra protection that they've been using uh, for the players, they look ridiculous. But I'm all about player um, player safety. You know, I want I want the guys to be safe out there, so I understand oh, that. To... But they're not using them during the game, so uh, yeah. I'm trying to find one of your 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 in your pictures that you put up. Here you go. Here's one of one of those helmet condoms. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, helmet condom, right now, there. Now what? I, I now to me that looked like they just flipped it the helmet inside out. That's what it looks but, like. It's like it's like they took the pad and said we're gonna toss it and they toss it on top of the helmet. Something I've been hearing that the coaches are complaining about and worried about is the players that have these feel that it's safer to use their heads. So now they're leading with their head again, and that's how you end up like Jermichael Finley and you know Sterling Sharp. Right. And I'm not trying to pick your Packers, but. I mean, that's what really got them ultimately was neck injuries. With neck, neck injuries. I, I, you know, I they they they've been very interesting to see. Um, I, I mean, if they do the job, I'm all down for. It, but they the definitely the the helmet condoms are very interesting, very interesting. It you need to put them on the tra- uh, crash test dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I went back and you know I've, I, I you know I was at Commanders camp today and their offense has struggled tremendously. Um, it's gotten better each day. Um, it's gotten better each day, uh, but it's still not there 
yet. You know, um, their defense has played really well. And that's without um, Chase Young. You know, with Chase Young being there, you know, Montez, uh, the young guys, Percy Butler doing some good things. So, you know, commanders have had some flashes here and there. Uh, another camp that has been really, and we talked about it last week, was the Panthers. Um, Say so Baker Mayfield, you know, hit uh, Robbie Anderson with a bomb in practice, and people are like, oh, my goodness, I'm so happy. The beef is over. The beef is over. Um, <laughs> but what what other um, things have you heard from camp that you, you know, either excited about? Or... Uh, I'm excited. You know, the main thing with a lot of these teams, is you you want your stars. You got to have your stars because they do what they do. They put butts in the seat. Right. But what if your star gets hurt, aka the Vikings? You got to have a backup because Dalvin Cook again. So you know you got to have a contingency plan. You know, as far as the Commanders and their offense, mm-hmm. they really messed up bringing Winston because. I'm going to tell you, Heineke, he was the key. It, it's almost a, a flip of what the Vikings did that year that Case Keenum was like balling out, and they're like, okay, we'll take Cousins. See you, bro. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm split on that because I, I, I felt like – I felt like Carson had a even despite the the rough ending. I thought Carson had a pretty decent year. I mean, obviously, when you got a running back like that, you know, Jonathan Taylor was 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 killing them out there. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I've always been. I, I always want to see Carson do well. Uh, he's had a couple of rough days here at camp, like throwing some picks in there. He's thrown a couple. <laughs> he's thrown a couple out there. Uh, but Heineke, you know, um, I still feel like this Washington offense problem. Is the is their offensive coordinator Scott Turner? I, I'm oh. sorry, it. I just every year they get down the field, they get into go the, the red zone, and then they can't score. End up kicking field goals. Like what, what's going on that you get to the red zone and you cannot score? It feels like it feels like it feels that way every time. It, it's bad play calling, and you know I'll, I'll give Ron Rivera credit. The loyalty's there, but. If you look when Cam Newton was not his quarterback, how good did he do? Really, it hasn't been. Look, Ron Rivera's only got three winning seasons. He's been in the league twelve years. He's got three winning seasons. I'm not taking anything away from him as a as a as a human being, as a person. But when it comes down to it, you got to look at records, man. Like he his records are usually like seven and nine. Is he the new Jeff Fisher? I don't know if he's Jeff Fisher bad. Um, Jeff Fisher was different. I, I know we had uh, – I think our man Cortland, when we went to ACC, tried to argue that Jeff Fisher was actually – it might it might have been him. I don't want to be wrong, but somebody down there was it, arguing it, about it, Jeff Fisher. It, it, it was Cortland. I yeah, believe. talking about uh, how, you know, Jeff Fisher was a lot better than that. I'm like, yeah, Jeff Fisher did some good things. Don't get me wrong, but no, uh, no, not at all. I mean, I'm surprised he held on as long as he did. Uh, real quick, uh, Anthony Price, uh, if you're going – um, if you are going hard and practice 100%, do you sit your starters for the preseason? Yes, I believe you do. Because I, I, I would say so as well, Anthony, because when you go and look at it, if, if this is the case, the, the, to me, I've always felt the preseason really is to you know get a chance to see what your backups can do. That's the way it's always end up being. I mean, your, your, yeah. your starters only really get out there for what, a series? Most of the time, unless you're unless you just need a lot of hurt, uh, help, but most of the time the starters only play like three or four snaps. Like they play one drive and they're off the field. 
So it's almost like, all right, you the, know. For me, the preseason is to find the, the other 31 roster spots. Right. You know, that's really where it's at is to figure out who's going to be your special teams, who's going to be your, you know, fourth defensive lineman, right. your third or fourth linebacker, and then, you know, add depth in the secondary. That That's 100% where it should be at especially an extra game and now you know last year we added one more game uh, one more thing here from anthony anthony says as a as a coach of denver if you see many of your starters getting season injury season ending injury would, what would you change up um see and that that's a rough one because um you know they had a, a great receiving core, and it's mm-hmm. you know it hurts me to see him go down. Yeah, man, Tim Tim Patrick is a big loss to me because I, oh, I, yeah. I thought he was gonna, I thought he was going to have a big year with Russ, big year with Russ. Uh, he looked phenomenal last year, and then I read something on Hamler about him. You know, mentally, he was thinking about just he was done, he was over it, and you worry about young people, and I say that because I'm old. Right. But, um, you know, <laughs> if, if you're Denver, yeah, you got to be worried about it because, yeah, Russ is a great quarterback. He's long in the tooth. But you invested a lot to bring him in. You got to make sure. I mean, first of all, you got to. We had this with uh, when they were the Washington Redskins. They injuries left, right, everywhere. And it goes down to your head trainer because your trainer is the one that's supposed to make sure that you know they're ready to take the field they they're stretching they're hydrated things like that if they're not doing their job get rid of them right agreed agreed i I, i'm 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 just intrigued to see you know how that thing kind of changes over the next couple of years are you going to be more protective of your players uh, obviously, they're tr- you see they're trying to make it, you know, at least make it look like they're trying to be safe. So, I mean, you know, they already well, t- moved the preseason down to three games, which, to be honest with you, probably only really needs to be two. Well, but, you know. I agree. Well, with us being coach- new coaches now, the one thing that we practice is, A, make sure you're stretched right. and stay hydrated. Exactly. You know, we, we don't want to see anybody getting hurt. Her, yes, the big hits are awesome, but do you really want to see somebody, you know, their entire life turned upside down over something? No, so no, not at all. As And so hopefully, you know, the players can be safe out there. Training camp as we go along, we'll give you more updates. Uh, just all I know is football is back, baby. Like it, it it's, it's happening this week. We're going to see NFL teams on the field, even though it may not be the best NFL teams at, to an extent, but we're going to see NFL teams, and it's like we're in full swing now, baby. Let's get it rolling. All right, now, speaking of that, let's get into our four days. Um, we got – uh, we're going to talk AFC uh, East today. Uh, that's the Jets, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots, a, a quarterback that has a lot of quarterbacks under the age of 25-26, a young quarterback division. A very, Some of the youngest and brightest quarterbacks. Yes, a very intriguing quarterback division at that, Jay. So let's start off with uh, the team that finished in fourth place last year, the New York Football Jets, 4-13, four fourth in the division. Uh, they add uh, lengthened Tomlinson to that offensive line. They help out 
uh, help protect Wilson, which is going to be a huge key. Uh, and then they lost Marcus May. Uh, Marcus May uh, heading on down to uh, New Orleans to replace Marcus Williams. Uh, Jay, what are your thoughts on this Jets team as they uh, head into the 2022 uh, NFL season? Well, on the, the down low, uh, they really had – I mean, just New York teams, period, had phenomenal drafts because they were able to, you know, add that piece. Um, you know, they brought in Tomlinson. Uh, you know, Becton is still trying to find his way – so he's still on the one side. They uh, drafted Vera, Vera Tucker, but then they get Garrett Wilson, uh, Sauce Gardner. Man, what the, a draft you know, for the Jets. And what a then draft for the Jets. We're able to trade back up and get Jermaine Johnson, who just is a monster of a pass rusher. I, I, I mean, if they don't win, I mean, the Carl Lawson thing, I'm. I'm not really impressed with Lawson because he's about as healthy as I am. You know, if I was playing <laughs> football, I'm not trying to be mean to him, but he's always hurt, man. You yeah, know, I, I I look at this Jets team. That I'm excited. I, I'm I am I am I don't I don't want to hype them too much. They're like the Atlanta Falcons to me. I don't know why the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets seem exciting to me this year. Like I, I want to see if they can really do well. Uh, and I, I like Robert Saleh. Maybe that's because I like Robert Saleh as a coach, and I, I want to see him, you know, prosper. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wilson has shown glimpses. Aaron Rodgers has raved about him. Uh, that's 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 when when you, you got one of the guys saying that you, the kid's special. You know, that's that's a pretty good deal. Uh, let's despite just call all Zach, Zach Wilson the way he is. He's a cougar hunter, man. I was about to say, despite all his off <laughs> uh, his off season craziness. Uh, it's just like, wow, you know, I, all I know is I like this team. I like what they're trying to do. Hugh Douglas, and I, I could be, I think it's jo Joshua Hugh Douglas. I know last name Douglas, but their GM has done a really good job. He came over from Philadelphia and it may not look like it right away, Ooh. but if you go back and truly look at what he's done, he's done hey, some really good things of putting the pieces together there. D.O., who's their OC? Uh, in uh, New York? Yeah. Oh, uh, I want to say it's um, Matthew I think it was Ford. our old quarterback coach. Yep. I can't remember which one though. Matt Lafleur. Oh yeah, Matt's brother. Matt's brother. Yeah, Matt. Look, they. Mike I LaFleur. think Soleil, I think Soleil set themselves. They're not. In a, they're in a tough division. That's what's going to be really uh tough for the uh the oh. Jets team. They're in a tough division. And I forgot they got the best running back besides Walker in this draft with Hall. Paul is gonna yeah you know. yeah I mean and then they got Carter from last year uh they got pieces man I, I that's what I'm, saying. I'm I'm just intrigued to see what Soleil and this team can do um the one guy that I gotta give it out to Rob real quick is uh uh Barrios in the slot watch out yes. for him fantasy Bar players Barrios, oh he gonna light it up Barrios Barrios came on late last year and had some good moments uh, they signed him back. He's a special teams guy, but he also is like the third or fourth receiver, but he makes plays. So, and, and the way Wilson moves around on the field, um, the way he can throw the football, I, they, they're going to be interesting to watch. I, I'm excited to watch the Jets. I can't believe I'm saying that loud. But I'm excited I, I, to watch I don't want to, you know, jinx them, but, you know, very similar in the play style to your favorite guy in this division. Right. And I think that's why Aaron Rodgers was was raving about him so much. 
I mean, he's if you watch the way he moves and the way he throws the ball, maybe across his body, all that time, like the kid's got talent. So we're gonna see what Rogers the Jets just do. called him to see how do you find older women? Because I can only date 12 year olds. Hilarious. <laughs> Next one. Uh we've got the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Uh last year the Dolphins finished nine and eight, third in the division. Key addition, Tariq Hill. They, they got a couple of key additions. You know, when I went back to look at this, Jay, I, I was trying to figure out who to put in the spots. They had they signed so many people, they really didn't lose anybody, but they did lose Brian Flores. I, I was looking through trying to find like well, who can I find as a key loss? But you know, the, the guy I saw as a loss, I don't even know who he was. I'm like, Brian Flores is the key loss here. Uh, but to me, you look at this Miami Dolphins team, nine and eight, a lot of expectations. You know, you sign uh, Edmonds, Chase Edmonds, who had a great year last year um, with uh, the Cardinals. You know, your receiving core now. You got um, Waddle along with Tariq. Man, I, I, and Tua, you ain't got no excuses, brother. Um, you got to come to play. I mean, well, and you know they signed Armstead, and uh, they brought in you know Raheem Morstead was brought in also, and. He, uh, the coach, Mc, what McDaniel's right? Yeah, Mike McDaniel's. He runs that zone blocking scheme for their runners the same way that you know they do in San Francisco. So it's one cut and downhill. He brought in guys that got that speed, and Teddy B was brought in. So to a, if you throw it deep and it comes up short, you're on the bench, man. Right. That's it's crazy. Uh, real quick before we uh, move, a couple comments. Snowman. Snowman always out here throwing fire. Montana's the greatest quarterback. Rodgers will never, won't get it done this year. Leave me alone, Snowman. I'm not talking to you. Uh, next one, uh, in and out sports debate. What's up, fellas? What's up, Drew? Um, be safe out there in the mountains. Don't fall off the cliff. Uh, last time I saw, you, I, saw, I saw you landing on the ledge, brother. You better be careful out there. And this one from the Snowman got me kind of blown. 3-14 and 14 for the Dolphins this year. Mm, oh no! Uh, I don't know if it's that bad. If it is that bad, somebody's getting fired. Somebody's getting fired, Jay. If it's that bad, uh, yeah. Your favorite player, Jerome Baker. Where's my mama? Have you seen my mama? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Where you be at? Where you be at? Look, look I, on paper, this Dolphins team should make the playoffs. On paper, should. But it, it's all about Tua. They finally yeah, got a running game. Yeah. If, like you said, Morissette has to stay healthy. He's been injured the last couple of years, um, you know, but we've seen what he did to Green Bay a couple of years ago in the NFC Championship <laughs> game. My man destroyed us, but we didn't have a defense then. I don't even know if we really got – we're going to see if we have a defense now. But you know you know what you got? Excuses. I'm, no comment. I'm not I'm – not, we're not getting into that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but I, I, I like this. I like – I can't – Dolphins, that's why I said this division to me is intriguing. A lot of young talent all they the way across the We could have three teams from this division make the playoffs, but then you flip and look at the other coast of the right. AFC. It's just as dangerous. It's just the same way. But it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, we know what it being seven now. Let's say you get four. Uh, it could easily – it could happen. Would it happen? I'm not for sure, but it could. The West is going to be – see, the West is going to be a dogfight, and that's why I think a lot of people don't realize, like, well, the other teams could sneak in if the dog fight is too tough. Two years ago, this was the one of the worst divisions in football, hands down. Now it's the to me, it's the division with the most potential. Yeah, exactly. But yep. what is potential, Darrell? 
only what you do with it, bro. That's right. That's right. Next one. Let's head to the number two team last year. And for a while, we got to talk about this team won seven in a row and had shocked a lot of people and they were able to make the playoffs. They went 10 and seven, second in the division. Key addition to real peppers. Uh, you know, they lost I'm, JC Jackson, uh, which was a huge loss. But you know, Bill's always been Bill's always been pretty good about finding defensive backs. He's that's one thing I will give Bill uh Belichick credit for. Um, but you know, I, another intriguing team. Matt Mac Jones last year shocked a lot of people. He went out there and played solid, had a little bit of a rough ending to the season, but had a pretty good season overall. What are your thoughts on the Patriots? Oh, did you see his uh like his body transformation over the offseason? He looked hey look, man, he looks good, man. He trimmed up. My yeah, man is trimmed ready to up. He, it kind of the the way his abs were looking. Remember Steve Weatherford, the punter yeah. from the Giants. He was looking like that. But oh, you you look at Belichick, and you know Cole Strange in the first round. I am still still scratching my head. Like this guy was at best a third round pick, and you take him in the what in the hell? I, I, intriguing I, I you know i i sometimes I, it blows my mind on some of the moves that that they make you know but bill belichick usually usually is pretty good at this stuff but i don't know jay <sighs> i just remember the picture of his son that's the next bloodline okay yeah yeah i look this 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 patriots team i i expect them to be tough i expect them to be physical um, I expect them to play well. I mean, do they can they make the playoffs again? Yeah, of course they can. It's gonna be a lot harder this year, but they definitely can. They're not gonna be an, a, a team that you can just walk in and say, "Oh, you know, it's just the Patriots. We got this." No, they're, they're gonna be a tough out. How how can you put Jabril Peppers as the the key addition when he's not even a starter, man? Who who else who else did they sign? Uh, well, Raquan McMillan, uh, yeah. Matt. Matt Judon. Well, Matt Judon was already there, though. Hey, he's better than Jabril Peppers. Yeah, but you want to talk about a bust? He's not an addition. He's want to talk about a bust. Oh, that's a funny. But look, I'm telling you, look, Jabril Peppers is going to be big time for for Belichick. When did when did Devontae Parker get there? Oh, I, I saw him pull up in the wheelchair. So he probably still catch more passes. You think? Nah, bro. Look, <laughs> we, look we all know how Devontae Par- Parker works. You know, I mean, it. And then it's a classic case of when I just you, you stay pit, on the field. If he's on the field, he's he's great. You got to be on the field, man. He's always hurt. I feel like I hear he's on the injury report every week. It's the craziest thing. Craziest thing. All right, <laughs> last team. Last team, we got the Buffalo Bills. Last year, 11 and 6, um, first in the division. You know, they they make the playoffs, had that crazy game against Kansas City. A lot of people thought they were going to the AFC Championship game. They were going to knock out the Chiefs. And then all of a sudden, Pat Mahomes threw a some weird across the body pass to Tariq uh Hill. And Tariq Hill said, Nah, bro, I got you. You ain't got to worry about it. We we're not just yet. So you know, this Bills team, a lot of expectations, Jay, and you know it. This team is coming in here. A lot of people are already saying they're the team to beat in the AFC. But I, the AFC is so crazy. I don't know if that's automatic, Jay. I don't know if that's automatic. They're the team to beat in the East. How's that? 
Most definitely. I agree with that 100%. Because, I mean, they, they added more talent. Um, you know, that that line is scary. They bring in Von Miller. Yeah, he, he's long in the – but that wisdom he can pass on to uh, – I can't even say the dude. The, the Miami guy, Ed Oliver. And then, oh, Tremaine Edmonds is still there. One of the – you know, he's everywhere on the field almost in – Every play he's tackling, I I love this team. Yeah, you got. I mean, it's Mike, it's hard Micah defensively. Hyde, they're great. The Micah Hyde, Micah Hyde still there. Um, the, the offensively, their only weakness is that running back, and we're gonna see if they uh, James if that Cook cured. They got they got a, a they got two good tight ends now. Uh, well, we're gonna see what the what OJ Howard can do. They but got Dalton, one, Dalton Knox was one of the best receiver, uh, best tight ends last year. Um, he had like ten of, I don't know, he had like eight or nine touchdowns last year. Uh, you know, your receiving core is solid. You know, good okay, I'm going. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull what I call a Rob Johnson. No offense to you, Rob. James Cook will have 800 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns this year. Well, they're gonna need it. <laughs> they're gonna need it. I, I definitely agree. They're definitely gonna need it, bro, because that's. This Buffalo, that's the one piece I felt like that was missing from that Buffalo team last year. Now, if they can just stop fighting each other in training camp, um, then they should be okay. Yeah, but that 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 fires there. But I agree. You yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Josh Allen was not happy when he went up the middle on that bad boy. My man was hot. Wasn't having any of it. No, sir, sir. Got to give you kudos though, because I remember how much you loved him. It's the first quarterback. Oh, still, you, been, you know, I'm a, you, I'm a huge. You've had Josh a man Allen, crush on. Josh Man, Allen and Derrick Henry are my favorite non-Packer players in the league. So anytime that they're doing good things, I'm good with that. All right, everybody. That is the AFC East uh, here on four days. Next time we come on the air, which is going to be about two weeks, episode 299, we're heading to the North to talk oh, about God. the NFC North, the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings, and the Lions. Kneecaps will be taken out as we talk about the NFC North uh in that next episode but before we get into that and before we get out of here you already know what time it is and now it's time for cash or trash all right cash or trash of course you know we're sticking with staying in the divisions asking uh, cash or trash questions on division situations so we're going to start off first with the New York football Jets. Cash or trash, Zach Wilson will throw 30 touchdowns this season. Uh, I'm, I'm, I got to trash it because uh, knowing where he came from uh, and what they do, I'm going to say he'll be high 20s, but I think they're going to lean. Once they get down in the red zone, they'll lean more towards the running back. I'm I'm gonna cash it. I, I'm gonna cash it because I like I like where they got it more. Elijah Moore had you know a pretty good year last year towards the end. Elijah uh, you Moore's know, they, they bring in Gary 11. Wilson. Huh? Elijah Moore's five foot eleven. He is not a jump ball receiver. That's okay. That's okay. You got Garrett, you got Garrett Wilson. Uh and then um, you know, you, you with those guys, uh Corey Davis. Burroughs, uh what was the other guy you named? Corey Davis is there. Corey Davis. If Corey Davis is healthy, solid receiving core. Um, you know, uh, they brought in two tight ends. I think they brought in Conklin 
and oh goodness, I can't think of the other guy, but they brought in two tight ends. Oh, uh, oh, uh, CJ Uzma from um from the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. So, and you know, uh, I, I like what they've done. I don't know. I just, I, I'm not saying they're going to win it all. I just like what I've seen from this Jets they, team. The way, the way that they're building this thing, I, I like what they see. I just hope they put it all together. Absolutely. All right. Next one Cash or Trash? Tool will have his best year to date. Cash or Trash? <laughs> oh, man. Don't laugh at my man like that. I'm Come not trying on. to be mean. I mean, because uh, I remember when they, they benched Hurts, brought two in. He looked great. But since the hip injury, he don't have that zip on the ball that he had before. Mm-hmm. And so I just – I don't know if he can make the the ball travel as far and at the speed that the cheetah can run. That That's my thing. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, there was a lot of talk about the, that video, a little bit of a rough video uh, that went out not too long ago. Uh, but he did. I know he dropped a 65 yard bomb in training camp the other day. And people was like, OK, maybe two got a little something. Uh, I, I still think if, if he's healthy, he'll have his best year to date. That's just because there, he's on the field. Just because he's on the field. He has so been, much rainbow in that that the Lucky Charms guy got mad and left because he was tired of waiting. I'm cashing it only because I think he's going to see the feel a lot more than he did the last couple of years. If you look at it, I mean, he's, you know, it's been, you know, he had Fitzpatrick in the beginning. Uh, then he had to take over for him. He was kind of learning last year. Uh, he was hurt for a while. Then he comes in, uh, you know, they go on that nice little run, win seven games. I, I, I feel like with all the weapons, he should, he should have his best year to date. So we'll see about that. Next one. This, this is one of my favorite ones. Cash or trash? Damian Harris will lead the NFL in rushing TDs. Trash. trash. Really? Really? Trash. Trash. Because you know as well as I do, when Belichick gets down there, he likes to do screen passes or something like that. He is definitely – I mean, the running back will be involved, but it won't be rushing touchdowns. Ah. I, I'm especially I'm a cash if it's especially I, if it's behind Cole Strange. Well, I'm I'm only gonna cash it for the couple of reasons. Like last year, I think he had nine rushing touchdowns. Uh and they gave it between him and oh, what's the other kid's name on that team? They got another running back that they uh ran the ball with a lot last year. Uh, but I just feel like you know, he I, I feel like he's gonna make it happen, man. Like I I don't I don't know what the rushing touchdown, you know, is gonna be. I would say probably about like 17, 16. I'm gonna say cash, no. man. I, I'm. I mean, I'm just feeling froggy about the AFC East. I'm. I'm gonna cash it. Yeah, uh, I know. Because you know. <laughs> last one on uh, cash and trash, the Bills will find the, the guy you was looking for. What was his name? Uh, uh I can't say his first name. Ramondari Stevenson. 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 Yeah, we can just go last mm-hmm. name. You don't have to go to. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't know how to say. Derrick Henry either. is gonna be back. Remember what he did last year. We're gonna get yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I mean, they're no. gonna have to run the ball in Tennessee because who are they gonna throw yeah. the ball to? <laughs> exactly. I mean, Tennessee too bad. I, 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 I like Rank Brable. Uh, last one, cash or trash? Bills will find the answer at running back this year. I'm gonna cash it because I, I, I actually like Cook. Um, he is uh, a better receiving version. Of his brother, but he's healthier. 
Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm that's, gonna that, now James Cook is Dalvin Cook's little brother. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and cash it because if he stays healthy and he's got any hint of his brother's ability, they've already got an upgrade at the running back position easily, easily. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and cash. I, I can't think I cashed everything. Well, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think I cashed everything. Now my wife wanted me to ask: Have you thought about the uh, the bet for our 300 show? Ah, I haven't. I haven't thought that deep yet. Um, <laughs> we got to, We're gonna have to talk. But about anyways, that. let's go ahead. We're we gonna talk that, about that. that that time. I don't. I don't want to shave anything yet, <laughs> uh, dude. I want an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> If it, if it has to wait until DJ gets twelve and I slip him a hundy to get an eyebrow, it's worth it. You're gonna get you're gonna get your nephew hurt. It's gonna be a bad deal. It's gonna be a bad deal. It's gonna be a bad deal. I'm gonna hurt him. I love him. I'm gonna hurt him. But not Uncle Jay. I gotta sleep on your couch. It's all right, bro. What happened? Yeah, Dad's not letting me in. Not in your no. Not letting me in. Not at all. All right, everybody, that was Cash and Trash. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 298 of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. We got Jay Quimby. Uh, Jay, before we get out this bad boy, brother, is there anything um, that you would like to share? Yeah. Um, I could get passive aggressive with what's on my mind, but I'm going to let it slide. You know, build your legacy, follow it through, love your passions. Uh, never let anybody take away from you what you love because mm -hmm. then they're winning. Touche, touche. Uh, biggest thing for me, uh, I just want to say, uh, everybody take care of each other. Hey, do, you know, we may still come on next week. I know I'll be on vacation, but I'm debating, I'm debating that now, but more likely we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, and you know, that means we'll he might need a up. break. I know we'll get rested up and and uh, get ready for episode 299 here. And just want to say thank everybody for we just want to thank everybody for tuning in, checking in. Uh, Love the support. Look at all support. the other content we got. Yeah. Thank. Thank. You know, just shout out to all the shows that we got on the network doing a phenomenal job out there. Appreciate all the hard work. I know me and Jay really, really appreciate everything you, you all, the ladies and gentlemen are doing. So keep up the good work. And we're going to keep rocking and rolling, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode 298 of the Legacy Maker Sports Podcast. I'm Darrell Lawrence. That's Jeremiah Quimby. Until God bless. next time. Peace. Legacy Maker. The Wrong show. <laughs> Wrong show. Wrong show. That's Sunday. Hold up. Let's do it right. Let's do it right. Peace. So Look, redo. Peace. Peace.